Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers now. Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks dropping the puck in the regular season tonight. 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And this is Oilers Now. Brought to you daily by our title sponsor. Now for the ninth consecutive season, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies jam-packed edition of the show. Full preview coming up with tonight's game. Lots to get to in the first half hour, including comments from Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, Oilers Head Coach Dave Tiffett, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl as well. Uh, we'll bring you the lineups for the two teams. NHL today, all that fun stuff in the opening half hour. NHL Network Analyst, former General Manager, Tampa Bay Lightning, started Octagon's player agency, Brian Lawton at 12.35. At 105 today, Provincial Affairs, columnist and cult of hockey writer from the Edmonton Journal, David Staples. And at 135 today, our NHL insider, John Shannon. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Live entertainment back. They got Hotel California, the Eagles tribute band, on stage Friday, October 29th, and legendary Canadian artist Gordon Lightfoot, November 17th. Details at rivercreekresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Top story, we dropped the puck. The Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks. Top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, uh, heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. To the Oilers now, Audio Vault. Edmonton Oilers tonight, tonight, tonight against the Vancouver Canucks. And they will play Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl together. And here's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett in our direct workwear audio vault as to why uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl are paired. 
there's some things we're looking at for the whole group. And some of it is some of it is geared to how each of our lines kind of play, and we've got to be a harder team to play against. So uh, there's just a lot of factors that went into it. And as we went on here, I wanted to get to know Noah Hyman a little bit, wanted to see where Nuge was at. And, this, you know, we'll, we'll probably tinker with it as we go on here, but there's certain things we're looking for for our lineup all the way through it. And this is the way we're going to start tonight. All right, so uh, that is uh, Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. We're in the Oilers Now Audio Vault section. Edmonton today made it official. They signed Colton Sevier to a one-year contract. He came in on a PTO, 500 games play in the National Hockey League, 750 at the NHL level, uh, 200 at the AHL level with a $450,000 a year guarantee. And Dave Tippett had these comments on the Oilers signing. Solid pro. He's a guy that can... With Arch out, uh, some penalty killing, he, he's actually did a pretty good job in, in training camp. He can play as a versatile guy, play all three forward positions. So just, uh, you know, we're just looking for some added depth there. And tonight it comes in handy. Cast can't play. Uh, the doctors have ruled him out until Saturday. So um, he'll go in there and cast a spot. And, uh, you know, he's had a good camp. He's, he's ready to go. So, Colton Sevier is it. Now, he was asked a question uh, because he's played with the Pittsburgh Penguins with the likes of Sidney Crosby and of Jenny Malkin about some similarities between the Crosby-Malkin pairing and McDavid and Dreisaitl. There's a lot of similarities between the, the two the two big boys in Pittsburgh and the two you know the two big boys here and just their desire and their, their competitiveness is just something that you don't see every day. Like, it's every day is game day, whether it's a practice or a summer skate for the uh, Sid and Gino and uh, and Leo and and uh, Connor take it the same way. It's when they come to the rink. It's they're not there just to get through. They're not there to just you know get through the practice, and move on. They're there to get better. They're there to push you. And when we we're in Pittsburgh, you notice a big change in the pace of even like summer skates and like practices when Sid and Gino are in the lineup. And you notice it here too when they come in. They push the pace. They set it. And that aspect drives and brings the whole team up. I think that led to some of the Pittsburgh success when they're in their runs and their cups and stuff like that. And I see that same drive that same push from within in uh, in this group well there's no question about it if you watch practice on a regular basis that is what occurs uh day to day with the Edmonton Oilers Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you so uh, speaking of Connor McDavid the Oilers captain had this to say of the team coming together as a team during the course of training camp I think there's always a level of uncertainty for every team as you head into a new year. I think uh, you know we're no different. We got we got new people, um, you know, new bodies. But I think we've liked uh, our, our preseason, our training camp. I think we like where our game's at. Um, you know, guys have gelled well, and you know you can see a little bit more of an identity throughout the lineup. And I think uh, um, you know I th- you know we're definitely uh, very confident heading in. Oilers were six one and one in the preseason. Here's Connor McDavid. I think power play is such a rhythm thing, you know, being able to be out there and, and, and see the same type of look over and over again and, and just kind of feel where guys are going to be at. I think that's so big for a power play, and obviously we got to do that a lot this preseason. You know, so I think uh, overall our power play is, you know, feeling pretty good heading in. Yeah, maybe if I read the entire script, I would have said uh, Connor McDavid commenting on a solid preseason power play. Thank you, Brendan. Uh, that was on me. Uh, and they, the owners only played McDavid and Drysettle at home, did not play him on the road. Uh, they were clicking the power play. We've discussed it a lot here. Fourth and 14th overall NHL history. 14th last season, fourth the year before in NHL history, and two of the three best power plays in the last 30 years. And one of the things that Connor McDavid's been working on is his one-timer. 
Yeah, a little bit. I think it's just another another element to to our power play that that we can add in. Um, you know, if I can find a way to score a couple goals from that side, I think it would it would help a lot. Um, you know, if I'm willing to shoot over there, it'll open up some other things. And um, you know, the way it doesn't have to be Leo always being the trigger guy. Um, you know, I can, we got lots of lots of threats out there, and that's just one of them that uh, I've been trying to work on. We were having quite the animated discussion in media row before the game today, just on the Oilers' power play. Hyman and Pulleyarvi are they an upgrade in the net front presence on Neal and Chase? On certainly in puck retrieval, I think you can make that argument. The fluidity of the Nugent Hopkins McDavid Drysaddle trio, the ability of those guys to play different positions, even the context of the one-three-one, part of the reason why the power play is so good. Speaking of Leon Drysaddle, he has uh, these expectations of the twenty-one twenty-two season first of all we're all very excited obviously the last two years have been different and and special for everyone involved so i think we're we're looking to go back to normalcy a little bit uh especially tonight i think the opening night's always very exciting for everyone so um yeah we 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 get a good team uh we know that we have to make sure we know that and um you know play our game establish our game early and um i think we'll be fine and uh, Leon Dreisaitl's also excited to see the fans back in the building. It's been a strange couple of years, and, and uh, even though it was amazing to have fans back in preseason, um, even that got us all very excited. I think tonight is, is a different level of excitement, and opening night is always special, uh, whether it's, it's a normal season or not, but especially with the last two years, it's, it's even more special. And uh, Drysaddle, one of the guys that's, uh, and we're going to have a couple comments coming up on Yesa Pugliarvi. And again, it's amazing how many people, I knew all along Pugliarvi was going to be this good. He keeps getting better. There's no question about that. And uh, Drysaddle commented today in his media availability about Pugliarvi and his growth as a player. Well, I think he, he found his confidence last season, obviously, and, and uh, he, he's a goofy guy. He, he loves to joke around. Um, he is maybe the the loudest laugh I've ever seen in my life. So he's fun to be around. And, and obviously hockey wise, he's, he's improving every day. He's still getting better. He's, he's still a young guy. You can't, can't forget about it. Um, so, so he's getting better, but um, last year was, was a big step for him. Um, and I think we're all expecting him to, to take another step this year. And uh, also speaking about yes, yesterday uh, we had Ken Holland on the show, Edmonton Oilers general manager. And he had these thoughts on uh, Pugliarvi's emergence really over the last uh, 10 calendar months. And the reality is you become a good player in this league when you're 23, 24 years of age and he's just coming into his into his, into his, his prime. So, you know, he's getting judged when he was just so young. Yeah, I don't think he spoke the language. I wasn't here. I don't think he spoke the Not language. Not very well. Couldn't, very he, limited. He couldn't communicate. He was, he was a young guy that, you know, leaving his country, leaving his home, coming over here. Well, now he's... he's, 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 he's He's older, you know. He's more mature. He's had and more experience. The fans experience. love him love, here. Like yeah. he's a fan favorite. Yeah, so and, and we love him. You know, the, the coaching staff and the manager love him, and he's, you know, and I think he's become real popular in the in the, in the locker room. And I think I think his, you know, three years ago, from what I've heard, you know, he was quiet and he was just sort of by, by himself, and he's now more part of the team, and that's where you see the confidence grow. That is Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland with the loudmouth interrupting him there once. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 remarkable to watch with Yessa Pugliarvi. And to me, that's one a couple of differences up front. I mean, the Oilers uh, have Hyman, Fogel, and Ryan. That's basically three guys that you know are in the top nine that they didn't have last year. But we also have a different Yessa Pugliarvi. He's a different player as well, so that's exciting. And I will give you the lineups in a second here. But just one more clip. Just this is known as a tease. 
And it's a question that I asked Ken Holland towards the end of the interview on um, whether or not he'd be prepared to trade the first-round pick, given the fact that the Oilers have three first-rounders percolating in the organization. Philip Broberg, who uh, was officially um, farmed back to Bakersfield today, all of this Ken Holland indicating yesterday was part of a, uh, a maneuver for LTIR and cap space. Dylan Holloway recovering from off-season wrist surgery. Xavier Borgo playing in Shawinigan. So the Oilers have got three first-round picks that won't be with the NHL team uh, for a large portion of this year more than likely, could they afford theoretically to trade a first-round pick if they're in the top eight spot uh, down, You know, as we close in on uh, the trade deadline? And here's the response of Edmonton Oilers general manager, Ken Holland. The answer is yes. I think that, you know, if you if all those scenarios, you're in the top eight and you think you got a real chance and there's somebody out there that you, that you believe is going to make you better at a position you need help, would you trade them? Yeah, I think that, you know, the it's like you know, like they think Connor has said, Leon. You know, the time is now. I mean, we're we're trying to take another step. That's the that's why I made the moves that I did this summer. We're trying to take another step, and if we play our way into position at the trade deadline, that's 50 games away. Lots of good stuff has got to happen yeah. for for that thing to be a consideration. I mean, if you're if you're fumbling around and you're you're fighting for the last playoffs, but the answer is no. If you've played at a high level and it looks like and you've played all these good teams and you know you're high up in the standings and you feel good about yourself and there's a there's a move there to be made my history has been yes you know two years ago I traded a bunch of when my first year here the team played good and I was trying to send them make the team better yep. make a move send a message so the answer is yes but 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 lots of good stuff's got to happen over 50 55 games before we get to that point for that to be uh, a consideration because there's Bob there's 32 teams today and maybe not all 32 but 25 think they're playoff teams you know there's yeah. f- f- few few teams are in rebuilding mode everybody else thinks if things go right they can be play their way into the playoffs so it's hard to make the playoffs 16 out of 32 I used to be in a league when 16 out of 21 make it now 16 right. out of 32 make it so you know they can say oh this division this the, 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 everybody's lots of teams have made moves to make themselves better so lots of good stuff has got to happen why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with Royal Caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America you don't just go for a road trip you atv and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples because this isn't just any vacation this is all the vacations come seek the royal caribbean ships registry bahamas with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For us to play our way into that position. That is Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland joining us in yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. As we go to the Oilers Now lineup report, it is brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, list your old to- home at Soul Today, uh, Edmonton.ca. Again, find your dream home, list your old home, Soul Today, Edmonton.ca. Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. All right. The Edmonton Oilers made a series of moves this morning. The 
Oilers signing forward Colton Sevier to a one-year two-way contract, AAV, $750,000, 200 at the AHL, and 450 guarantee. They also loaned Philip Roberg back to the Condors. They recalled Kyle Turris. Now, Ken Holland told, you, uh, told us yesterday they were going to do that. Josh Archibald goes from IR to LTIR, which opens up a little bit more space. Zach Cassian temporarily is on IR retroactive to Thursday of last week, which means that he could play Saturday against the Calgary Flames. So what does that mean for the Oilers lineup tonight? Well, it's going to look as follows. Connor McDavid, who has 49 career points in 31 games against the Vancouver Canucks, led the NHL in scoring with 105 points last year, 1.88 points per game, 37 points in the power play, plus 21 on the uh, career or on the season last year. Connor McDavid will center Leon Dreisaitl. Drysaddle second in the league in scoring last year with 84 points. 40 points in 35 games in his career against Vancouver. And Yesapul Yarvi, who's got five goals, eight points in 18 games against the Canucks. Ryan Nugent Hopkins will center Zach Hyman and Kyler Yamamoto. Derek Ryan, a four-time 10-plus goal scorer with Warren Fogle and Colton Sevier in the spot normally that we've seen Zach Cassie in the preseason. Devin Shore is out day-to-day, lower body issue. And we will see Ryan McLeod, center Perlini and Turris. Perlini, 14-17 and 14 goal seasons in the NHL uh, before kind of washing out a bit with Detroit where he only had one goal in 40 games. Went to Switzerland last year, came back and led all NHL players in preseason scoring with six goals. Uh, on defense... Darnell Nurse with Tyson Berry. Berry, by the way, should be noted. Uh, last year had a bit of a tough start here in Edmonton. It's already looked a little bit more, for me, more competitive, more engaged in defensive puck battles. He led all NHL defensemen last year in scoring with 48 points, did not receive a vote for the Norris. First place vote for the Norris. Darnell Nurse did receive some votes for the Norris last year. He led all NHL defensemen with 15 even strength goals, and he was fourth in the NHL last year in time and ice at 25 38. Duncan Keith with Cody Ceci. Already been some debate out there with the hardcore analytics types on the performance of Keith and Ceci. I saw him good in person in Vancouver the other night against some good Vancouver players. Uh, Ceci. Um, Last year, played 18.31 per game. Uh, Keith played 23 and a half minutes for the Chicago Blackhawks, led them in time on ice for 16 straight seasons. And uh, Chris Russell in the third pairing tonight will be with Evan Bouchard. Mike Smith starts in his uh, goal. He went 4-0 against Vancouver last year with a 9.37 save percentage. In his career against the Canucks, he's 17-11-2, a 2.69 goals against average, and a 9-11 save percentage. The Oilers went 6-1-1 in preseason. They were 35-15-9, and uh, 35-19-2 last year overall, despite a slow start. The team... 16 and 12 at home. They tied for the best road record in the NHL last year at 19 7 2. Washington had the same mark or the same winning percentage. Oilers were 7th in goals for, 11th in goals against, 1st in the power play, 9th in PK, 15th shots for, 21 shots against. My guess is this will be a year where you'll see the Oilers end up with better shot metrics. Um, they'll have the bulk of the shots in most of the games. They were 14th in the league in faceoffs, 7th in save percentage, 7th in save percentage, 11th in goals against, and 
and a lot of people have the Oilers goaltending ranked around 25th in the league, which I found interesting. Their opponents tonight, Vancouver, they had a tough year. They went 23-29-4 last season. They went 2-5 and five in the preseason. They were 24th in goals for, 26th in goals against, 25th on the power play after being 4th the year before, uh, 17th in PK, and there's already concerns in Vancouver about their penalty killing this year. 20th in shots for, 29th in shots against. They were a good face-off team at 5th. Elias Pedersen will center J.T. Miller and Alex Chason as Brock Besser is not quite ready to return. Uh, Chason uh, getting himself a contract third time in his career that he is uh, coming to camp on a PTO and earned himself a deal. Pedersen has 153 points in 165 career games, including three goals, seven points in 11 games against Edmonton. Uh, Bo Horvat, who I've always found has played pretty well against the Oilers, uh, will be centering Tanner Pearson and Connor Garland, who came over with Oliver ekman Larson in that deal with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Jason Dickinson with Hoaglander and Highmore. Highmore played 15-22 per game for Vancouver and once he came over in that trade last year. He was only playing about 11 minutes a game in Chicago at the time of the deal. Yuho Lamico uh, is centering the fourth line with Justin Dowling and Vasily Putkolzin, who was a first-round pick, 10th overall for the Canucks back in 2019. Oliver ekman Larson with uh, Tyler Myers. Quinn Hughes signing a six-year extension, $7.85 million, with Tucker Poolman who came in on a four-year deal from the Winnipeg Jets. And Brad Hunt, the former Oiler, who had an eight-goal, 19-point season with Minnesota a couple years ago, will be with uh, veteran Luke Shen, Thatcher Demko, 3-6 and six against the Oilers in his career, 3.04 goals against average, 9.14 save percentage, starts in goal. The Canucks are at $86.6 million on the cap. The Oilers are at 86.387. Both teams have... Uh, Prominent players on LTIR, uh, obviously Oscar Clefbaum for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Eight first-round picks for Vancouver, four homegrown, uh, four players playing north of 20 minutes a game, three on defense, Ekman, Larson, Hughes, and Myers, and eight players 30-plus for the Canucks. The Oilers with 12 first-rounders, seven of which were homegrown, eight 30-year-olds in the lineup tonight, and uh, six players that played north of 20 minutes a game last year. Three on defense, including Duncan Keith coming over. Obviously, uh, Nurse and Barry did, and McDavid, Drysettle, and RNH up front. That is about as detailed as I could get at this time. That is our Oilers Now lineup report for Craig Hummel at REMAX. Excellence. Straight into NHL today. We welcome into the show back in the studio at 630 Chad. Brendan Escott, NHL Today, for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company-branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. What you got, Brendan? Well, tonight you can hear the action starting at 6 o'clock on 6.30. Chad, that's the face-off show. Game time from Rogers Place just after 8. Elsewhere, Toronto welcomes Montreal to town in a rematch of that wild playoff series. Matthias Ekholm signed for four more years in Nashville. 6.25 million AAV. 31-year-old was drafted by by the Preds in 2009. Uh, you mentioned Alex Chason can tell you as well. Zach McEwen was just claimed off of waivers by yeah. Philadelphia, so he's out of town now. Uh, the Oil Kings begin a five-game homestand this Friday. Lethbridge coming to Rogers Place. Sunday, they've got a matinee with Red Deer in town and the U of A Golden Bears. They actually open up conference play, I believe, Bob, against Mount Royal on the road this weekend. It's a pair of games in Calgary. They traded wins in a preseason series last month. Uh, Going to be an interesting weekend 
weekend coming up for the Edmonton Oil Kings. They need to get their offense rolling. Uh, we'll have Kurt Hill coming up on the show on Fridays to get ready to play Lethbridge and then Red Deer. Some of the Oil Kings top-end offensive players have been a little bit quiet out of the gate. That happens sometimes. That said, they're still 3-1-1 and one and, one, and the number one ranked team in CHL hockey for the second consecutive week. Off to a global news weather traffic update at this time with Eileen Bell. And uh, when we come back, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network will join us here on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.